Hello and welcome to Marlins, a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and with me today is a member of my local meta, Luke. How are you doing, Luke? I'm doing really good. Happy to be here. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the many, many people who probably don't know you, would you mind doing a little bit of it introducing yourself? Uh, I guess uh, I... I... I grew up playing a lot of miniatures games. I played uh, Warhammer and War Machine, I think, were the two big ones. Uh, I got into Crisis Protocol this past summer because uh, my my local store stopped carrying War Machine, and I and I had to find something different, and I've really, really taken to it. Uh, it's I think it's my favorite so far. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And you are a local X-Force player. In, indeed. I am... I am be- Coming the local X Force player because uh, that's I I started playing it uh, over Christmas about and it's it's been uh, it's great I love I love the rerolls mm-hmm. and uh, also uh, we we joke because you and previous guest Nate will have your Steve offs at times yes that is that is true uh, before I played X Force I played I played Avengers and I played Defenders and there were a lot of there was a lot of Steve. Yeah, so it was a lot of Steve and Steve versus Steve and Steve. Precisely. <laughs> but yes, um, so I must ask the traditional question here. What character not in Marvel Crisis Protocol do you want to see in Marvel Crisis Protocol? Uh, there's a lot of them, uh, a lot of X-Men. But uh, as the, the X-Force player, I-, I would really love to see a, uh, a Phantom X character. Mm. He's got a really cool power set. Uh, he's got like this external nervous system that can like protect project illusions and uh, be used like a spaceship and stuff, and and that could be a lot of fun in the game. Yes, no, I he is one of my possible picks for a secondary uh, uh, X Force leader. Yeah, no, he's he's a lot of fun, and I saw I saw that article. Yes, uh huh, yeah, no, he's he's definitely up there. We could do the whole Weapon X squad at some point. Yep. Um. I also I I want Psylocke in the game, but there's a yeah, lot of that, big a lot of asterisks with that. Yeah, it would be it would be great to see a, like a box of of uh, Quan Quanon I think is is the original yep. name and and new Captain Britain and that yes. would that would probably be the best way of doing it. That would probably but, be the best way of doing it, but not not the most nostalgia way to do it. Which and they're cashing true. in on that nostalgia dollars, that which I want them to stop. Uh, yeah. That is a big, complicated question that I have yelled about before. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I have definitely heard you yell about that before. Uh, but who did you bring for us to talk about today? Uh, I brought uh, Domino, uh, uh-huh. who is X Force. Uh, also, a big, a big part of X Force deals a lot of damage. Uh, really solid piece. Mm-hmm. She is one of our rapid fire characters. Yep. Um, which is an ability that. I just love. I love small dice, but you make a lot of them attacks. Yeah, it's it's very very fun, very synergistic with what Cable does. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of stuff there. And then she also has a reality manipulation where she can turn her skulls into crits. Yep, that's definitely her big ability. Um, a lot of where where your power goes because um, you're not necessarily lucky shotting every time you have it. No, you're not. Even though it's a very good attack. Yeah, it's a very, it's very, very good. It's a good, it's a good 
KO because you can you, they don't get power from it. So if you can if you can get a bunch of damage in, knock them out, they can't flip with it. Yeah. Which is nice. Well, and more importantly, you can use it on a like if you have if if a ghost rider is spent down expecting them to gain power from damage dealt, you can use it on a ghost rider or an ultron to prevent them from using their specialty cards. Yep. Which can be really devastating. Um, and she also has her grenade bounce, which gives out incinerate. It's one power to give out incinerate at range four. Yep, and if you can hit that wild with three rolls, like that's uh, that's, that's also nice because it's free damage onto onto opponents. Yes, it is. Um, but yeah, uh, so she is affiliated with X Force, Uncanny X Men, and A Force, which means we will not be touching any of those teams. Yep. As per tradition of the show. Yep. Uh, so is there a place that immediately jumps out as something you want to talk about? Uh, the stuff I had down was, uh, I like, uh, Red Skull Cabal, um, cause it's, uh, the rapid fire means you can get a bonus from his, uh, from the, the bonus power. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, uh, Avengers under Sam Wilson, uh, is great, uh, cause, you know, she's low cost at three threat, uh, and she deals a ton of damage, so she can benefit from that, uh, that, that leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider Foes under Green Goblin is kind of, kind of a f- flavor synergy. Because uh, not only does your dice go well, but their dice goes badly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, also Midnight Suns, just because uh, any any kind of damage character can can use that extra range bump. Yes. Um, and I want to bring up the new uh, uh, leader on the block. Shadowlands Daredevil. Um... Because uh, when an allied character attacks an enemy character holding or contesting an objective, it may re-roll one attack die. Yep, that that's pretty solid. I, did, I didn't look at that one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. And this leadership can re-roll skull. So if you don't have the power to change a skull to a crit, you can possibly re-roll out of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or really because good. of timing, yeah. if you only paid for one and then rolled a set... Uh, you converted one of your skulls into crits and rolled a second skull off of that crit, you can then re-roll that skull. Yep. That's a big one. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Um, so, those are all really good options. Um, see, I also... I want to talk uh, a couple other people in there because there are some other interesting groups to talk about. Uh, Black Bolt, I think passing power around with the Inhumans is powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter who you are. And man can Domino go through power quickly. Yeah, that is that is definitely true. Mm-hmm. Um. Domino is also a fighter, and so she does not mind being in the Black Order. Um, which is a group yep. we do not talk about enough on the show. <laughs> yeah, because that, that is a very mainstream group. Uh, but yeah. Uh, well, no, it's, it's mostly because the Black Order, it's hard to build them around someone who isn't already in the Black Order. Yeah, that that's that that's also true. They're they're very much kind of they're very insular. No no Black Order member is in another another thing. Yeah, yeah, um, which is which is kind of weird. Um, yeah, but also I feel like that that was may have been like a decision to balance out power level 
levels. You kind of have to play them all together. It's kind of a package. Well, um, but obviously that didn't really work. <laughs> there are tr- traditionally, uh, Hela is technically has been a member of the Black Order, and yet she's not on their affiliation sheet. Yeah, that's that's true. There's there's but there's always those weird little affiliation bugs like that. Oh yeah. Uh, balance where balance or you know vision might trump actual comic lore. Yes, that's. Uh, let me rage about Honey Badger and the Uncanny X Men. Yeah. No, uh, I also rage about Sabretooth and X Force. Uh, if they're gonna put him in X Force, at least put um, at least put in Omega Red. He was he was in Weapon X Force too. Uh, but yeah. Um, on a different angle of it, because uh, Domino is very good at fighting by her uh, fighting. She doesn't necessarily need that much support with her fighting at times. Uh, Web Warriors can give her a defensive buff, and with the fact that crits don't explode against her, that defensive buff becomes all that more powerful. Right, that's true. And there's like, that's that's one of the the things I was looking at with with affiliations is it's it's like she does she she does fight very well. Like she on her own, she's a very good character. Um, so like even even maybe like a few of the like more objective based like criminal syndicate uh, mm-hmm. might be even worth looking at because she, even though she doesn't necessarily do that, um, that is she, she the, the other people in her group are now going to be better uh, while she handles the damage portion. Yeah. Um, also, um, just for the versatility of it, guardians of the galaxy. Guardians of the galaxy was one that I looked at because a, lo- a lot of people can use that wing in it, right? Like, yeah. uh, and and you mentioned her liking rerolls, and that's rerolls both on offense and defense. Defense, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think she is quite a convocation member. Sad to say. Yeah, that one. That one's based a lot on on, on the mystic stuff, and that's that's not what she does <laughs> yeah. at all. Uh-huh. Um, uh, let's let's talk about the splashiest of affiliations. The Doctor Mansion. Doctor Mansion was another one that I had down, kind of as a minor one. I mean, it's it's more power, right? Yeah. It, yeah, we we already talked about uh, Inhumans, and it's kind of the same same reasoning. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And she is very good at spending down, so she's not going to have as much issue with having too much power that she right. damages herself. Yeah, if if you have too much power, you just lucky shot every turn and you're good. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Um. So yeah. Um. That those are kind of the ones that jumped out to me. Um. There's you covered a lot of ones there too. Um, I think there's a lot of interesting options on the table. Is there one that jumps out to you as a thing you want to tackle? Not particularly. Uh, other than like, I think the I I, I am always a always a fan of of of, of flavor flavor seeming things. Uh, so I like kind of like spider foes, I guess, if I had to pick one. But on honestly, the the it's all wide open. It's they all seem interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, one second, let me look at a couple things quickly. Just double checking what the last couple have been, just to make sure I'm if there's anything we've done a lot of recently. Yeah. Don't wanna don't wanna do any do too much the same, right? Yeah. And the thing I wanna touch on, because we haven't actually made a list for it yet, 
um, I don't think, is, um, and I think she works really well in it, is uh, you were talking about Criminal Syndicate earlier. And I think the new Criminal Syndicate leadership is really scary on her. Because just a lot of small yeah. attacks is going to be terrifying with that leadership. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, yeah, because it can, uh, yeah, like you said, it can re-roll, re-roll those, uh, those skulls. Uh, and yeah, I, I mean, I, I play X-Force. Uh, the re-rolls. <laughs> it's all yeah. about the re-rolls. Uh-huh. <laughs> and this is more situational, but maybe better X-Force leadership? Yeah. Because, uh, because, yeah, it's only on objectives, but it, it can get those skulls, and that's, that's a, that's well, pretty powerful on its and own. And it's more than once per turn. That, that, that as well, yeah. Um, if you, you can just kind of go, go, uh, Super Saiyan on one, on someone holding an objective, which you can't really do for, yeah. for X-Force. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, um, but it is ultimately your choice, so which direction do you want to go? Uh, I I I think going Shadowland Daredevil is you're, you're talking me into it. <laughs> like well, it's and uh, the fun part of this. Shiny. The the fun part of this is there's a lot of crossover between Spider Foes and Criminal Syndicate. And Criminal Syndicate. That is true. That is very true. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So why I think not? That, that sounds like a good both. Way to exactly. Why not both? We got I, we got space. We're making a whole roster. Yes. Uh, so let's get Shadowlands Daredevil in there first. Uh, how much experience with Criminal Syndicate do you have? Uh, not a lot. I have Kingpin. That's about it. <laughs> like, um, uh, I know I know they like objectives. Uh, I generally know who's in the roster because they've got some pretty iconic characters, but that's that's about it. Well, Shadowlands Daredevil plays very differently than Kingpin too. Right. Um, cause yeah, he's obviously more, more aggressive. Um, just looking. And he has, he has a mixture of stealth and, uh, counting blanks against physical and energy attacks, mm-hmm. which just seems devastatingly defensive. Yeah. And in, in addition to, to doing a lot with his, with his hand ninjas and with his leadership, uh, yeah, he, he seems pretty hard to, hard to hit. Yeah. And then he has a mystic attack that he can turn into an AoE attack on his backside. Yep, with the with the, the superpower. Yeah, there yeah. there is only the beast god. That that they did I I I am a I'm a half fan of the Shadowlands storyline and that they they did the the demon part is a cool part. They did a really good job of adapting it. Yeah. Uh and, oh, and he has his hand ninjas who come out uh, and get extra attacks in, which is yep, they, always fun. Yep, and yeah, let's and it can uh and it can pick up uh your assets and civilians, which is also nice. Not immediately. Not immediately, yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, but that's the thing, and it can move them. That's that's another interesting part about this. They they kind of have. Part of the criminal syndicate uh, kingpin affiliation on them as a superpower. Yeah, interesting choice. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. But yeah. So the way that they work is you can do a coordinated assault attack, um, which is the builder. You place one uh, within one of this character with an activated token, 
But yep. then when they come in as part of a coordinated assault attack, they immediately attack. They attack, yep. Ninja ambush. So you get two separate attacks, a five dice and a four dice, uh, together on a single range two builder. Mm-hmm. Which seems very solid, especially since each of them gets a reroll. Yep, with and yeah, he comes with the reroll, and he's got yeah the mm-hmm. uh it, the the actual rider the bleed seems a little bit far off because it's the two two wilds, but the it reroll's still happen. welcome. It yeah, it can happen. happen. It can definitely happen. Never underestimate the funkiness of dice. I have rolled six dice attacks and ended up with four wilds. So it yep. can happen. <laughs> And then we we were talking about doing this dual affiliation. Let's get Green Goblin in there. Yep. Green Goblin and Shadowlands Daredevil. Sounds good to me. Yes. And Green Goblin also brings with him more bleed, poison, and incinerate. Yep. Which, don't bring a Green Goblin to face new Ghost Rider. Yeah, that's for sure. He's immune to all three of your conditions. Yep. Um, that was a fun thing that I learned as part of uh, the... Uh, we played a separation anxiety game recently. Yes. Yep. I remember that. Which was hysterical. Yeah, there was a lot that went on there. Uh, the game before that is where I learned... It wasn't specifically uh, wasn't specifically Ghost Rider, but uh, one of the, the people I play against frequently brought, brought uh, Carol and uh, Doctor Strange against me because... He was like, they're all, they're both immune to incinerate. That was like, oh darn. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, he knows me well. knows the X, knows the X Force game plan. Yeah, uh, uh, but no, uh, in the in in the um, uh, ga- separation anxiety game, Cable got off two Exani sons. Yep, yep. That was uh, that was wild. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the, the whole table turned against me though. <laughs> Uh, well, you were the only target for carnage. I'm sorry. That is true. That is true. I, I, I did, we got that carnage off the table pretty quickly, which was, which was, which was nice. Yes. Uh, but so I got you, off the table. Also, all of your characters <laughs> were dead when I well laid plans. Yeah. Oh, you well laid plans. I, I left after I, after I, I, after I got knocked out. Oh God. No, no, no. It was you were all dazed, so you didn't have any oh. subjective tokens. Oh, and then right. I, well-laid I remember plans. that. I remember that. That was the Luke Cage thing, right? That was the... I I shot... I shot uh, Luke Cage who had the... Like, the one that lets him move after getting attacked. Yeah, he And then he did the that symbiote. twice. Yeah, he had the symbiote that gave him a parting shot. Yeah, parting shot. And then he did that... T- I shot twice into him with rapid fire, and he moved twice into your well-laid plans, which no, then no, slingshotted into- him... That was Sinister Traps. That was Sinister Traps. Okay, I miss, I'm miss. i mixing things up. Oh, man. Well-laid plan uh, is the Dark Ark Green Goblin. Everyone who has an objective token, you roll five dice on them. Oh, right. Yeah. Yep. Which, when everyone's holding an objective token in separation anxiety, is really funny. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I can imagine. There's... Oh, man. Those... The... the, the, the I always find it fun how the uh, the organized play kits and like the the ultimate encounters can can warp some of the cards pretty pretty well. Yes. And uh, I am still sorry for bringing Dormammu into your first time playing Thanos Ultimate Encounter. That was that was that was fun. Uh, 
it was it was fun trying to think around it. It I, I didn't get there, but like it was a it was a challenge. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was just like, do I focus on Dormammu? Do I focus on not Dormammu? I either way, I lose. <laughs> well, no. The way you would have won was to focus on Nate's team because then you wouldn't be fe- feeding power right. to Dormammu. Yeah. The problem is his his team wasn't 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 a. Uh, Quite at the front. Yeah, uh, giving me grief. wasn't playing aggressive. <laughs> and then I revived my crossbones out of nowhere. Yep, I remember that. That was bad. No, it was my Zemo, wasn't it? I didn't. Was it the Zemo? It might have been the Zemo. Yeah. Because crossbones is the one on the art, which is why I was thinking of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think it was a Zemo because I remember. I remember him. Him. The long move. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. But back to this. Uh, yeah. Do we want to get a third leader in here and get Kingpin in? That might be a way of looking at it. Yeah, because like uh, he's in he's in both affiliations, yeah. right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, not just also in Spider Foes, and uh, he'd be like he. It would allow more versatility, right? Because yeah. we're. I think either way, either way, whether you go Green Goblin or uh, Daredevil right now, you're going really aggressive. Um, and Kingpin doesn't really necessarily do that. He's more about camping, camping objectives. Uh, so yeah, for versatility. Yes, and he can no longer throw Dormammu. Yep. It's a sad day, but it, it needed to happen. Let's yeah, go, right. can still throw Dormammu. That, that makes a lot more sense, though, uh, with that cosmic cube you, he's got. Yes, I, I still love doing that. Um, so, yes. Uh, so, who is your next uh, criminal syndicate member that, like, jumps out to you? Jumps out to me. Uh, I mean, I like I like Bullseye now that he's two-threat. I liked him before he was two-threat, but yes. I mean... Yeah, uh, yeah, he's he's pretty solid. Um, other ones, uh, Mysterio is in both affiliations and yep. is just pretty solid. So is uh, Craven the Hunter. Yep, Craven the Hunter as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little annoyed that Black Cat is not a Spider Foe. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I mean, I I guess she's not about the the whole Green Goblin killing the Spider Man life, but like. Still, she, she's she's a prominent she, Spider-Man villain. Yes. Uh huh. You you've heard my rant about who the next Spider-Foes leader should be, right? I I probably, but I don't remember it off the top of my head. Uh, Prowler. Prowler would be fun, yeah, because like, Cause, also as a as a foil to Miles, who's the yes. other Web Warriors leader, yeah. Uh huh. Exactly. It'd be interesting to see what because he's like a he's kind of like a burglar too, so having a um. Maybe a more based. a more objective based yeah, yeah. gameplay, uh-huh. but like also um, just I love I'm a little annoyed that the spider foes are the only ones that end up having the arch nemesis rule on them at all. That needs to be on more yeah. characters. I mean, it's kind of the result of of the fact that there's two two. Uh, uh, affiliations entirely around one character, which just doesn't happen. Like even Thor only has one affiliation. Um, yes, which I I have opinions on who should lead that next to, but you've read that. Yeah, I have I have read that. Oh man, there's so much stuff they could do with Asgard. Uh-huh. Uh, it's kind of a shame they haven't. They've only done a like six six models so far. Yeah, it's them and Wakanda are like the ones that have been left out in the cold. 
Wakanda makes a little bit more sense because I feel like they hit the big ones. Like they're, they're obviously they could go pretty deep because there's been a lot of Black Panther comics, but like the the big noticeable names are already kind of on the list. Mm-hmm. Well, Mbaku is the one that really needs to get. Yeah, there. That's another one where they have pro- where they there's kind of an asterisk there though. Um, but I think that's a lot easier to do tastefully than Psylocke. Yes. Uh huh. Because because oh. the recognizable version of who is not the of him is not the problematic version of him. Right. The recognizable version is the really good one from um Black Panther. from the movies. Right. Yeah. Who's probably going to be the next Black Panther. But well, <laughs> considering all the mess that that crew has been having to deal with. Yeah, that is that is true. Uh-huh. Also, side note, uh, did you watch the trailer? I did. I need to watch it again because I wasn't really paying attention, but I caught the uh, I caught the interesting voice. Yes. <laughs> uh. And and the character I'm really excited for and I want to come out in this game, American Chavez. Yes, America Chavez is gonna be really. I I I've I'm interested to see where they go with uh, Miles and Kamala in if they end up doing a, a younger superheroes team and uh, Magic too to a certain extent. Yeah. So she hasn't been young for quite for a long time. <laughs> um, yeah. no, um, Magic will get a second affiliation when they do New Mutants because I I will be shocked yeah. if they don't do New Mutants at some. New Mutants point. would be great. I I want to I want to play with Cannonball and Sunspot, uh, the boys. And I want to play with Wolfsbane. So yeah, Wolfsbane is great. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch the movie? Uh, I did. Yeah. I actually have a poster because I was working. I was working at a theater when it "quote unquote" came out. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's um, the real "quote unquote." Re- yeah. Um, I enjoyed that I movie way more than I expected. Yeah, I, I he- kept hearing bad things about it, and like, especially with the with the fraught production, yeah. right? Like, but it you know it was very underwhelming. It wasn't like it wasn't a, a blockbuster like excitement movie. Uh, and there's a lot of things they they could have done better, but like it was a, it was a solid movie. I liked I liked their interpretation of some of the characters. I a lot of, like the casting was very much feast or famine with like some of it being really really good and some of it being kind of whitewashed. Anya Taylor Joy and, is great. Yeah, yeah, Anya Taylor Joy is great. Uh, I I thought it was the the actor they cast for uh for Danny was 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 solid. Um, definitely like a less well known one, but like good, like I'm I'm glad they picked someone who. You know, that wasn't necessarily a big name if they felt like it. it well, Anya Taylor Joy was not a big name when they cast her. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, and then in the time that it was delayed, it got she got big. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, and she was. Uh, that was the movie she did production wise right after Thorbred, which is a weird and fascinating movie. Which movie? I didn't catch that. Thorbred. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I've I've, I've read about that one. That is an it's interesting weird. movie. And I love it. Yeah, she, like, she's interesting. She did The Witch, Thoroughbred, and The New Mutants. What a weird one that is. Yeah, no, 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a very that's a very wide range. Um, Which also well, the, not necessarily range, but yeah, yeah just vibes. Uh-huh. Uh, the End of the Witch. I haven't seen The Witch. I probably should, but I haven't seen The Witch. Oh, buddy, do you? The ending is a thing and a half. I, I will have to move, move it up my, my long list of things I need to watch. Oh yeah, there's way too many good things to watch. Uh, tomorrow, at time of recording, I'm going to go with the family to see The Death on the Nile. That was an interesting one. Um, 
because I, 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 it's, I, di- I didn't quite realize that was a series because it's um, Kenneth Branagh has been playing that detective in a couple of movies, I think. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I want to check those out at some point. Mm-hmm. Well, it's all Agatha Christie. Right, I know. And Agatha Christie was, uh, Puro was kind of one of Agatha Christie's reoccurring protagonists. That's yeah, yeah, not I know that. A cohesive narrative to them in the way we look at series now, but he kept right. coming up. Yeah, it's it's interesting those kind of characters. Uh, yeah. James Bond is almost one of those characters too. James um, Bond is a mess and a half. Yeah, he really is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I distinctly put Puro much more closely to a very similar character, Sherlock Holmes. That yeah, that's that's another one where they're kind of like. Not so much a series, so much as like it's almost like mythology, right? Where it's like the yeah. the Thor you see in one myth might not be the same Thor as in another myth, even though exactly. they're kind of they have the same kind of archetype. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um. But back to our. <laughs> Let's step back from the movie talk. We we may have yep. I may have to drag you for a bonus podcast at some point with all this movie talk. Yeah. No, there's a lot of movie talk. Uh huh. Uh, this is this is what after games is like at the store for us half the time. Yeah, half the time I'll be there for one game and we'll just devolve into like two an hour or two of talking. Which is the uh, best time. Um, the best time, yeah, that's true. We were talking about Mysterio, which I definitely think gets yes. in as a, one of our crossover characters. Yep. Yeah, Mysterio is is he, I I they did just such a good job of adapting him. He's oh, yeah. he has a lot of fun stuff. Uh huh. Um, I want to bring up someone who's technically only in uh, the Spider-Foes, but I play a lot in Criminal Syndicate anyway, which is Doc Ock. Yeah, you're, you're, definitely, you're definitely a Doc Ock fan. Um, Doc Ock's an interesting one. Let me pull up his card, because I don't quite remember what he does. Uh... Uh, so half of why I play him is not on Doc Ock's card. It is on the uh, Doc Ock Green Goblin team-up card while laid plans. Right, correct. Yeah, we were just we were talking about that a few minutes ago, right? Um, Which is not Spider Foes affiliated. It is not. That's interesting. No, so you can play it in Criminal Syndicate. Okay, that that's 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 awesome. Yeah, that's definitely a reason to include it because that thing that that is a scary card. And also with uh, with Shadowlands Daredevil's leadership, you can use him now to uh. You can use that. We will stop fishing for wilds, and he has two really good wild triggers on both of his attacks. With um, yeah, uh, with Pierce, and then and then his flurry of arms with his wilds count devil. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah, no, that's a big deal. Rolling six dice with a dark arc because you used Baron Mordeaux on him, and uh, rolling four wilds on the strike to do eight damage, just kind of popping someone out of nowhere. Such yeah, a satisfying no, that's a- feeling. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I also I have the shiny Doc Ock, so I can't. So I want to use him as much as possible because I have the shiny Doc Ock. Yep. Yeah. No, the shiny Doc Ock's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. And the the model too. Oh man. Yeah. No, that model is so nice. Uh, the rival pack. I cannot wait for them to do more rival packs. Yeah, rival packs are are cool. I I, I like the concepts. Uh, I just wish the the first one. Was was characters that I played more. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe maybe when they do the Captain America Red Skull one. That yeah, that would be cool. Um, 
Because like those are two characters that you play somewhat frequently. Can they can they do a Magneto Wolverine one where Magneto is pulling out all his metal? Uh, so my <laughs> guess is that they are going to set it up where they do the first couple rival packs from the core set. Yeah, because because they got a the the the, the core set characters are kind of showing their age a bit. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, making get... them making them shiny new mm-hmm. again. Yeah, and then you can. So you could either do. You'll probably do Red Skull Captain America. Um, yeah, that's that's an obvious one. That's like another big. Well, the big other rep. one you could do is Red well, Skull no. Z, uh, not, uh, uh, Captain America Zemo. That is also a very classic fight. Yeah, that is a very classic fight. I feel like Red Skull kind of edges it out though, in the kind yeah. of the pop culture consciousness, especially with the with the movies and all. Yeah, but I don't know if they want to do both of the leaders in the same pack or split up those. That that yeah, that's also true. Because yeah, that's that's a consideration. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our other good guys in the core box were Carol Danvers, right? Iron Man. Yeah. And who am I forgetting? Because we had Peter Parker, uh, Captain America, Carol Danvers. Uh, Black Widow. Black Widow, yes. Black Widow, yeah. Yeah, you could uh, do a Black Widow Zemo face-off, and that would be okay. That would be okay, yeah. Uh, I think Iron Man Ultron is another na- is a much more natural one. Yes. Um, that's because they've both been updated, uh, getting getting the new cards. And also, like, it's just, like, yeah. th- there's a movie about it now, too. <laughs> but, yeah, those other four, I'm not sure how you mix and match them for Carol Danvers and Black Widow versus Baron Zemo and Crossbones. Yeah, it was very much... Uh, the, the, the vibe I got from... Uh, from the core box was they very much wanted to do Hydra, which are usually Captain America villains. Like Crossbones killed Captain America. <laughs> like yeah, uh, they they got a, a couple very good Captain America villains, and then went, oh shoot, we need to we need to relate these to the rest of the Avengers. Okay, Ultron's a classic Avengers villain. No, we'll get we'll get a Doc Ock for Spider Man. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> but yes, um, so currently we have. One, two, three, four, five Criminal Syndicate members, and one, two, three, four Spider-Furs members. Yeah. I think we're fairly solid on both affiliation fronts. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, So what fun do you have? Uh, I am am bad in that I I, I don't do enough out of affiliation, so this is kind of where I'm out of my depth. Uh, if I'm being honest, uh, cool. I, I tend to run very in affiliation. Um, so there's another criminal syndicate member who I just want to play with Shadowlands Daredevil because he seems fun. Um, which is uh, Mr. Killmonger. Killmonger. Let me search up that card. I played against a Killmonger recently. I think that might have been me dunking on you with Killmonger. I'm sorry. No, it was uh, it was one of the one of the newer players. Oh, um, okay. One who I think you've dunked on was Killmaker before. <laughs> My Killmonger, Killmonger rolls well. I. Yeah, I feel like Killmonger just rolls well in general when I've when I've seen Killmonger played. Yeah, and giving uh, him an extra reroll is scary. Yes, very very much so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because kill the kill count thing, even more rerolls on rerolls on rerolls. Yeah, because uh, sometimes you have an issue getting your first kill count token on you. Yeah, that's for sure. And the Shadowlands Daredevil will really alleviate that. And then you also get um, the very good card, uh, Use Up the Throne. 
Yeah, Usurp the Throne is kind of nuts. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I like Killmonger a lot. Uh-huh. Then, also talking of Weevils, and a character I know you play, because I have seen you play it. Zemo. Zemo. <laughs> Zemo, yep. Yeah, Zemo, Zemo is reroll. He's the man. Uh, he's basically the one-out-of-affiliation character that I play, actually. Uh, yeah. And he is surprisingly good in a weird number of places. Like, you can play him in Convocation really well. Yeah. Yeah, no. That's, that's, uh... Yeah, he's, he'd, be, he'd be big in Convocation. Because he, uh, I mean, yeah. he benefits from Ironbound, but for some reason. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird deal. Yeah. Uh, but no, they they did a they did a really they did a really good job with Zemo. I like Zemo a lot. Mm-hmm. But we have one choice left. Uh, do we want to go for like a big high threat character or another small threat character and, and and like commit to playing a little bit wide at times? Uh let's see. What, what we got? We got a re- really aggressive aggressive leader on on Daredevil, and we got. Uh, I'd say reasonably aggressive leader on, on Green Goblin. So yeah, I, w- I wouldn't mind playing wide. Um, especially because... Uh, but they are a little bit high threat value. Uh, but when you're paying it with a bunch of threes, you're still consistently going five and not four. That's true, yeah. Um, yeah, I think maybe like... a small. Yeah, I think a smaller one is worth looking at. Smaller person. Uh, okay, let's yeah. talk about someone new. Um as to talk about them independently. Um, where is she? Uh, just because she has a fun ability for us to play off of, which is Honey Badger. Uh, the, the, the model that I literally have in my hand right now. Uh, uh, you have gone to the store before me. Yes, I, I, I built... I, this weekend, I was either doing homework, sleeping, or building models. That is all there is. Um, I don't get to buy my models until Thursday. Yeah. That's well. At least you'll at least you get them the next week, right? Oh yeah, no, they'll be yeah. all ready for the learn to play night on. You you get to see everyone fall on their face trying to play them this week, and and get to get to learn from the experience without having to fall on your face. Well, and the first thing I'm going to do is buy buy my boxes as soon as I walk in. Open up the Rogue Gambit box and pull out the new mission. I didn't actually see the new mission. I didn't I didn't get the Rogue Gambit box. Let me. Uh, it's super powered scoundrels form sinister syndicate. It's a new. Oh yeah, I saw that. I, I remember seeing the, the the name of that and going, "God, they just had to." They, they, did they just see like super powered scoundrels and just commit to it? Like, <laughs> oh man. But specifically, I'm looking at we're playing a very aggressive list. Yep. And ankle biter is going to be so annoying. Yeah, no, ankle biter is a is a really a really cool ability that I like a lot. Um, yeah, she, she, she's not going to be able to hold the objective tokens, obviously, but yeah. like, where I don't like, I think we're mostly about about beating our opponents' faces in anyway. So yeah. uh, at least when we're not playing kingpin. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that and uh, it it yeah it sandbags your defenses, uh, which is always something useful. Uh huh. It lowers their defense, and then we also get a Weevil or Spider-Foe's uh, Oscorp weaponry against them. I just think it's a really fun interaction. Yeah, no, there's, there's a lot of interesting interactions with, with all the rerolls and, and stuff we got. And that's a um, pointer for us, so we can play somewhat wider that way. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, no, I, I like that choice. Good, 
that was a that was a good deep, that was a kind of a good deep cut. Uh, uh-huh. uh, but just like looking at our points values wise, one second, we are always including Domino. Uh, at fourteen, we can at fourteen we can play five wide affiliated because we can play. Oh damn! Shadowlands, yeah. Daredevil, Domino, Bullseye, Mysterio, Honey Badger. Yeah, no, that's that's kind of that's kind of cool. And then going up to 15, we can get five white affiliated in both of our affiliations. Yep. Um, where is our first six wide list? I'm wondering. Because uh... it's It should be reasonably low, because if we if we have the two, yeah, eighteen is what I'm looking at right now, and I definitely see a okay. I definitely see two there. Can I do that at seventeen? Is my question. Do we have enough? Yeah, so it'll be eighteen is where we can we can start doing our um. Six wide. Okay. That's that's solid. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's start talking about crises. Okay, crisis crises. That's that's an interesting one. Uh. I think we have an obvious first pick. What what is, what is the obvious first pick? Because I'm I'm I am not that not that knowledgeable to know what that what what that would be. Uh, demons downtown has our come up and come deal. Okay, that yeah, that makes sense. I I feel like I am playing one every week, uh, Demons Downtown every week because everyone everyone at our store runs it, including me. So it's a, well, you got you have the fancy Demons Downtown. Yeah, I mean that's the other thing. We all we most of us have the fancy Demons Downtown. So yeah, um, um, and in much the same vein, I think we also want to play the other nineteen secure, which is Intrusions Open Across City as Seals Collapse. Intrusions. Which is the Let's... teleportation portals? Oh, right, the one that that, that was like a, a secondary version of that um the the uh, space gem. organized play thing. Yeah, yeah, the space gem that I think I kind of was it you who I did the evil carnage stuff to, or was it someone else? Uh, it might have been me. I think with you it was the uh it was you had a uh you had a bullseye that you just kept teleporting and and plinking people, and that was kind of annoying. Yeah. Um. No, but I also remember in a game I was teleporting Carnage into a fight and then fighting and then getting a kill, resetting, and then teleporting him out to another objective token. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's that's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, gotta gotta get him to survive somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then our third one I think is a lot more up in the air. Um. We could have our third one be one of, like, the classic Criminal Syndicate examples of, like, Teogen Clouds, where you only have the two points, and you're, like, winning on, you're, you're tying on Extract, and then winning on, on one of the two points, be, uh, and you, you get a one-round advantage on the two points because you're counting double, and then you just seed over the side and make them come to you. Does that make sense? Kind of. <laughs> okay. um, so, 
Uh, this is a classic kingpin style move is playing Tears and Clouds, which okay. score two VP for each mist canister. Mist okay. cloud, and then they move at the end of the round and then deal out a damage and poison. Okay. Um, you play it as your uh, secure, and then you hope that you get you're running even or slightly ahead on the extract game. Mm-hmm. And then you spend your Which... first round running two people onto each of the points. So you're getting four points plus however many extracts you got. And then okay. you completely seed whichever side of the board is more threatening, and you tie it out because you can be, you can force it into not be tied the first round because you're counting double. Okay. Does that make sense? That that makes much more sense. Thank you. Thank you for explaining that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. See, this is why this is why I'm uh, I, I'm I, I own Kingpin is about my extent of criminal syndicate. Uh, um, that's 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 really interesting. Uh, I, I don't think about that deeply about these uh, these objectives when I probably should be. Uh, well, you also don't have the full. You don't have anything, so you're a lot more like I have these objectives. Which ones will I play? Right, that is also true. Mm-hmm. Um, though I am, st- I'm starting to think a bit more about what cards I need for my my lists. But obviously, I'm not playing Kingpin. So, uh, <laughs> well, and um, and if you want to play this list in a couple weeks when Shadowlands Devil comes out, I will lend you stuff. Okay, I might I might have to take you up on that. Yeah. Uh, that that would be that would be fun to play play a podcast list. Yeah. Uh, um. But yeah, I, 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 that that strategy sounds sound to me, right? And that that also gives an opportunity to play kingpin because I feel like often if we if we go too aggressively in terms of uh, crises, uh, I, I've I've found when I when I choose to when I have more of a one track track mind with crises, like I kind of have to because I have a limited collection. Mm-hmm. Um, it it means I end up playing certain teams a lot more. Yeah. Um, so opening up an opportunity for kingpin would be good. The other really good Kingpin one at a lower point value, though, is Gamma Waves. And that one's also that one's also great for for a kind of down the middle list as well, right? Yeah. Um, but Kingpin, you you can probably play it. Let's do some math. I know it's scary. so we can play five wide with both leaders on, uh, on, on it. But you can run yeah. Kingpin, Shadowland, Daredevil, Bullseye, Domino, Honey Badger at 15. Though okay. You may not play at 15. You may play it at the point values now that your opponent chooses the point values. Right, right. And, knowing and people our local tend to meta, skew higher. Yeah, people tend to skew higher. Our local meta tends to skew higher. <laughs> that is true. Um. Um, but with that, um, you can run Kingpin Affiliation while still having Shadowlands Daredevil, who has the big area attack, or running uh, Green Goblin, who has his um, pumpkin bombs and stuff. And you can still run them uh, at the same time that you're you're running Domino. And then they right. suddenly count double. And suddenly right. you are winning on those... When you can fly a Green Goblin to the back point in the middle of the game using a hidden run and then a walk, and they have only one person there, and so you're suddenly getting three points. Yeah. You, that's that's scary, yeah. You faced my criminal syndicate with Hulkbuster list, right? I actually have not. Oh. I, I, I don't think I have. I don't think I've actually played against the Hulkbuster yet. Okay, run uh, Hulkbuster on the back gamma point. Okay. Can you uh, see how that's terrifying? Yes, I can see how that's terrifying. In criminal syndicate. 
Yes. Where he's counting. To. Uh, yeah. And then the final option that we have to talk about is an interesting one uh, that we may have a specialty good list for. Because we have two characters that ignore cover, which is superpowered scoundrels from Sinister Syndicate. Uh, Let's see. Which, it's it's an F secure, so it's five secure points in that big X. Um, and then, oh, that's And then people contesting an ambush token have cover from attacks made by characters not contesting the same ambush token. Okay, so it's like you, 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 want, you get them in closer, basically. That's, that's okay. But the, I like that. But the important thing is, so it, it does kind of screw over our honey badger when she wants to attack. Because she yeah, cannot that is contest. True. Yeah, and if yeah, if you're keeping them uh, near, that's you know, that's yeah, you're not getting the bonus there. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Bullseye and Doc Ock. That is true. Yeah, both ignore cover. Yeah, no. Uh, Bull- Bullseye would be a yeah, and 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 it's also a two threat. Mm-hmm. Um, so that could that can definitely uh stab like that. But uh, we are very skewed on our, our high point value. So if we want to go a lower point value, this would be the spot. Or we have we have Terrigen Clouds. We have Superpowered Scoundrels. In much the same way, but slightly different, we also have Mayor Fisk vows to find missing witnesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, is, no, I'm familiar with that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very much the same plan as Terrigen Clouds, just at a lower point value. Hmm. I, I do like the gamma wave for the for the low point value. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do, double check. Oh yeah, Sinister, Sinister Syndicate is like 20, 20 threat. Damn. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But yeah, I I, I I think if I if that if that's what it comes down to, I I am a fan of gamma wave just for for the fifteen points because that I think running running those two two threats uh would be an interesting spot for it. Yeah. Um, and then we have uh our uh, extracts. Yep. And I think once again there is a very obvious answer here. Uh, fear grip world at world as worthy yep. terrorized city. I it's I, it always comes back to hammers. <laughs> it's it's inevitable. Uh, everyone wants that extra damage. Uh, and we especially do. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. And then I want to bring up a extract I haven't brought up in a hot minute, which is research station attacked. That's the Wanda, Wanda and Pietro one, right? Yes, that's the one that okay. plays like a secure. Let me so. So it's okay. Let me just use the search function. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's on the e-map, so it's straight down the middle, and you have the two evac points, and then you have the researcher. Oh, okay. So the person securing the researcher during the cleanup phase gets two VP. Then if the player scores, uh, and then you get to, uh, move, then during the power phase, whoever securing it can place it within two of its current position. Then okay. if a player scores, uh, if, if the... Um, Researcher is within one of the evac point, which is the far so- the the uh, other token at the far end of the board. Right. Uh, you get an additional two points. Yeah. King yeah, no, I think, is I think I remember very good this. on this. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. He seems very good. Mm-hmm. Um. No, yeah, I, I like that a lot. Yeah. 
that makes that makes a lot of sense. Man, I need to I need to get more of these crises. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. This is like the most annoying thing about collecting this game is that the crises are just all spread out over the place. Yeah, and they're primarily in single. Uh, single boxes as well, which is yeah. a little bit frustrating. Um, so it's like, uh, I, you know, Mr. Sinister's cool, but like, I could also get one with two characters, one of which I probably need more, uh, <laughs> or something like that. But Mr. Sinister is so cool, and he has a great objective. He also has a great cape. Yeah, uh, which is the actually the objective I was going to bring up next. <laughs> uh, that's the legacy virus. Is that yes. the legacy virus yes. one? Yeah. Because we have between some of our characters, um, between the Hand Ninjas and the uh, Kingpin Leadership Ability, and you can play both of those at the same time in this list, uh, we have two ways to pass around the Legacy Virus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And so you can pass all three of them to one person, and then they explode for eight points. Yeah, no, that, 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 that is synergy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh-huh. And Domino is very good at taking out who has the other legacy virus. If you're that, that is also true. That is also true. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, so that puts us at three crises each. Yep. So now the most difficult conversation we're going to have. Tactics cards. Tactics cards, yeah. And there's all kinds of great ones we already talked about. Like, uh, let's see. There's the... Well-laid plans. Well-laid plans, yep. There was... Uh, shoot. Uh, well, the one for Killmonger. Uh, uh, use up the throne. Use up the throne, yep. Yes. And some of these, uh, both of those have alternate odds. That's true. Um, and then we have uh, another card we talked about, Sinister Traps. Yep, yep, sinister traps. That's also that's also a scary one. Yeah. Oh man. You you guys felt how weird it was having that middle objective taken out on yeah. freaking uh, uh, separation anxiety. Yeah, no, that was that was that was rough. Uh, like, wait, if I move up here, I'll just get pushed away. And it was like it was like a game of chicken to figure out who was gonna trigger it. And in the end, we were like, shoot, we can just like slingshot Luke Cage with it. <laughs> Yes, we could. <laughs> that was hysterical, I'll be honest. That was that was great. Um and it led to me winning the game. I love I, the, the 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 guy that the guy that played played the Luke Cage is is great cuz I feel I feel like multiple times in that in that format he's been like, "Okay, actually I have a plan. Let's negotiate." <laughs> and that that plan was pretty fantastic. Yes. Um, and then on the criminal syndicate side, I want to talk about one of their lesser used cards that I think is going to show up with uh, uh, Shadowlands Daredevil, which is a card called All According to Plan. Oh, let me check that. So during the power phase, any number of allied criminal syndicate characters may spend power to play this card. If 10 or more oh, yeah. power was spent to play this card... Take the priority token. That's a real interesting card. Okay. Uh, huh. Yeah. And we're suddenly an aggressive team. 
So we want the yeah. priority token, but we also have the ability to go six wide at higher points value. So we right. can have four criminal syndicate characters to pay for this. Yeah, no, that that makes a lot of sense. Um, that you, is a that is I I have I own this card, but I I I I have never I don't think I read it that closely. That is everything about that is really interesting. Oh my god! Yeah, it's not that good with Kingpin because Kingpin is a scenario team, so wants to go left. Right. Yeah. And then Domino herself has no affiliated cards. Yeah, do, do, there's a card that she's on that that's the like, but other than that, there's no there's yeah, no uh, actual Yoink, cards right? that deal with her. Uh, no. Oh well, yeah. Yoink, I think takes something from Domino. Let me double check yeah. that. Um, but uh, the card that she is depicted on is the Recalibration Matrix, which also works pretty well. With Domino. I like I the card, but I don't think it's necessary for this list. Yeah, we um, we have enough weevils. <laughs> Yeah, we have we have more than enough rerolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's one other uh, character specific card I want to bring up, and it's one that you have felt the brunt of, I know, uh, which is the Grand Illusion. Oh yeah, Grand Illusion is yeah, Grand Grand Illusion is what I was thinking about when I said I like Mysterio. Let's put him on. <laughs> that that is a that card. Oh man, uh, is that that can that that's a lot. It does it does this quite a bit. Yeah. Because we had to sit down and search up what the interaction between uh, Domino and Grand Illusion was. Yeah, that was that was that was fun. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Fun rules questions that happen out yeah. of meta, but that leaves yep. us five cards, and we have not touched the restricted list at all. Damn. Yeah. Um, is there something specific that you're thinking about in that restricted list? I mean, I like Brace. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think everyone uh, I like, loves Brace. Everyone loves Brace. Uh, let's see. From there, though, like, uh, Bitter Rivals. Does this list want Bitter Rivals? I'm not sure. We're in a vague, we're, we're, we have a bunch of condensed missions that are very fighty, so I could see Bitter Rivals coming up, but yeah. it's not going to be an every time thing, which I think might work for us because we also have a lot of other drop-in, drop-out cards, so having that versatility may work. Yeah, There's but also then, the card that I know you got recently, uh, Field uh, Dressing. Field Dressing, yep. That's what I was going to ask. Do we want that over over a like a heel kind of yeah. like, uh, that or med pack? Um, because that, that, that's that's the that's the that's the restricted list, right? It's it's a lot of heal cards. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I I like field dressing a lot. I uh, like it, especially with like aggressive teams, because like if you end up one turning someone like Domino or whatever, because you know ultimately Domino is great at dealing damage, but is not not fantastic at staying alive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, then someone else can just pick them back up again, and then hopefully they can get a turn in. Well, Even if they're kind of low. Especially if you're going wide. If you're going yeah. wide, you can do devastating things with that. Yeah, I know, 100%. Wait till last activation, move someone up, make a single attack, play field thing, and then you get another activation right afterwards. Yeah, if you're and, and you, don't have to worry about, you don't have to worry about them surviving again, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I like field dressing a lot. Um, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a staple, at least from what I've seen for X-Force, so... I think it gets in here. Definitely. I also want to talk about a unaffiliated card that was in the same box as Field Dressing. 
Is that a tactical analysis? No. Psychic shielding device. Okay, that's an interesting one. Um, is this list that weak at Mystic? Well, no, it's not that that I'm looking at. I'm looking at the second half of what it does. Which is ah, uh, cannot be pushed cannot, to advance. Yeah, yeah, cannot be pushed to advance by enemy superpowers. Yeah, no, that that's a big deal. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, getting getting a lot of the squishier characters on this list already out of position like that could be really devastating. So I yeah, I definitely see the value of that. Also, also a core box card I want to bring up. At least I think it's a core box card. I bought a bunch of stuff all really early, but let me double check. Yes, core box card. Um, that also just reinforces a plan we were talking about earlier, mission objective. Ooh, yeah, mission objective is a fun one. Yet um, another way to pass around those legacy virus co- uh, tokens. Yeah. If that's if that's like going to be a big game plan, then that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, though we, we do already have that strategy on a lot of characters, so I'm not sure if it's worth a slot, but uh, it's at least worth mentioning, right? Yeah, uh, worth mentioning. Um, and then I also want to talk about my favorite artwork in the, in the game right now. Because uh, we do have a fair number of conditions spread throughout our list. Let's talk about kicking while they're down. Uh, yeah, that's a fun one. Uh... That's another one I also have. Yes. Because, uh, yeah, if we, we have, let's see, off the top of my head, we got <laughs> uh, Domino has, I believe, can give incinerate. Um, and stun. On the, and stun, yep. No, yeah, that, that I think just adding it up in my head, that makes sense. Uh-huh. And then um, uh, Green Goblin has um, poison, bleed, incinerate. Yep. Poison, Daredevil bleed, incinerate. has bleed. Uh, not mm-hmm. Daredevil. Bullseye has bleed. Bulls- yeah, Bullseye has bleed. Uh, Kingpin has stun. And stagger. Yep. And, yep. Uh, Dark Ock doesn't give out anything because he's a weakling. Mysterio has Oh, right. He has a pierce non-incinerate. Yep, yep, yep. Like, both Mysterio and Kilmonga give out stagger. Zemo gives out bleed. And Honey Badger gives out bleed. So we have we have a chunk of conditions. Yeah. And that could allow. We have a lot of people that can that can burst people out right now. Um, and it, adding adding a kick them while they're down to that could be really be really good. Yeah, no, that, I like that. Especially if if you have to face a Hulk. Yeah. Great a Hulk or I mean, yeah. The 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 She Hulk you ran into me that one separation anxiety game. <laughs> um, hey, you won that battle. I did. I didn't win the war, but I won that specific battle. <laughs> Um, well, you won the you won the war of the forces. That is true. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. Other interesting cards. There are, there are too many to count because let's be honest. Yeah. The, the, this this team has a lot of card has a lot of characters that have that have their own cards in addition to cards that work really well with them. Well, generally um, when you have team when you're you're restricting to when you have a bunch of those it's easier to pick out the non-ones because you just go for the best ones of those mm-hmm. but it's like with three slots open there's so many weird tech choices you can throw in uh and let me bring up uh one of those weird tech choices battle lust let me put that in the search yes 
So it is at the end of a move action made during an ally character's activation, they may uh, spend power equal to their size. Okay. The next t uh, attack made by the moving character, this activation adds dice equal to their size. Oh. Okay. And after if it deals damage, after the attack is resolved, push the character short. Yeah, no, I, that that's that's pretty awesome. Um, because like we have, I mean, we don't have anything really big, but like oh. it's it still works, it still works, right? That means you have to get to pay less for it. Uh, um, we have Green Goblin, who's a size three. That is true. We also have Kingpin, who is also a size three. Yeah, but he's also slow. So. That's true. He's also very slow. But I'm more um, because of the way I'm pretty sure because of the way this is set up and the way charge is set up, you can play mm -hmm. in between the charge and the attack on Killmonger or Zemo. Oh yeah. In a, um, okay. Yeah. No. That's that's because it's after a move action, which charges immediately make a move action followed by an attack action. Yeah, the way it's worded, I, I that yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's that's something I would want to double check on the rules one before doing, but it makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, with there are a lot of weird wordings like that. Um, and also just a bullseye going up to uh, six dice. <laughs> yeah. And if you deal damage, push someone from range four away. Yeah, even even using it on a smaller character, right? Like it it it's it's a pretty solid, pretty solid card. Yeah. Even on a honey badger. Yeah. Just that push is so powerful at times. Yeah, the the push is the push is pretty big, and and if we're if we're going really hard on the objective strategy too, pushing mm -hmm. people off. Yeah. Um. So I I think battle lust makes it into a into a. Yeah, ba battle lust definitely makes it in. And then uh, a card from the Green Goblin pack, Blind Obsession. Oh yes, this is the card that I've been looking at. Uh, yeah, Blind Obsession's real good. Um, yeah, you can also get this if you want to get the rifle pack. That is that is true. Uh huh. Um, the fancy Doc Ock art. Yeah. So yeah, Blind Obsession is really really good. Uh, we yeah. also have Climbing Gear is another really good option. Because um, it just pay three and move short. Okay, yep. Move short. With wall crawler, so... You Which, get yeah, it's as good, but it's a nice perk. Yeah, but that move short is a lot. So, yeah. Um, we probably don't need disarm because we're a wide team. Yeah. And disarm is more valuable with priority than without priority. Yep. Um. So yeah, anything. Uh, and then and then I I have to talk about it every episode. Let's get it out of the way. Uh, no matter the cost. Let's see here, no. Which is you spend up to one to three damage and reduce the power cost of an attack by the amount of damage suffered. Okay. Oh, that's yeah, that's solid. Because mm -hmm. uh, we have some good, yeah, some good attacks on these. On a good good build up attacks. Uh -huh. uh, also, ooh, another one I yell about constantly: marked for death. Yep, marked for death. That's another good one. Just to uh, get rid of those defensive rebels, the web warriors, or whoever you're facing may have. Mm -hmm. 
Because we are a fighty team, so getting a way to get rid of those Weevils and Stealth seems <clears> really <throat> solid. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I like both of those. Uh, we Do we only have space for one? Yeah. Okay. I thought so. Uh, let me take a look at no matter the cost again. Yeah, I like uh, I like no matter the cost because um, I feel like I feel like this is a just off the top of my head. This seems like a very um, very focused, hungry team. Yeah. Uh, or not focus. I'm thinking War Machine. Uh, yeah, power hungry we... team. Um, power hungry team. Um. So yeah, I think I think yeah that that's that's my pick of the two at least. Yeah, and uh, and we have the cute interaction where we can do a zero cost honey badger spender and then reduce and mm -hmm. then healing factor the damage we put on her by one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Killmonger is another character who you get a free spender out of them off of this. Uh, mm -hmm. Also, Kingpin, Domino. There's there's a lot of option characters that get free spenders off of this in our list. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I can definitely see no matter the cost being the choice here. Yeah, but that that's tough though. Like, uh, Mark for Death is is a very good card, especially if you're if you're looking to just drop some drop some health bars there. Yeah. Uh, cool. So that is a full list for us. Uh, and for the people at home, it uh, the final list is Domino, Shadowlands, Daredevil, Green Goblin, Kingpin, Bullseye, Mysterio, Doc Ock. Killmonger, Baron Zemo, and Honey Badger. With our tactics cards being well-laid plans, usurp the throne, sinister traps, all according to plan, the grand illusion, brace for impact, field dressing, kick them while they're down, battle lust, and no matter the cost. Uh, for secures, we have Demons Downtown has our comeuppance come due, intrusions open across city as seals collapse, and Gamma Wave sweeps across Midwest. Then for extracts, we have Fear Grip's World as Worthy Terrorized City, Research Station Attacked, and Deadly Legacy Virus Cured. So yeah, this seems like a fun list that we will only have to wait a, a month to play. Only a month. As uh, long as things proceed as intended as and Shadowlands Daredevil comes out next month. Of course. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it seems... I, 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 the, a lot of interesting stuff in there. I think... I think that was a Domino's an interesting character in that like I feel like she's very very good mm -hmm. and has a very very clear game plan it's just like I I feel like I don't see her played outside of X-Force that much she, it's a little weird yeah she's also a big like she she's in X-Men a lot she's in A-Force a lot but she's not seen as she's much out of the outside yeah. yeah yeah and and so just thinking about that it was, was very very interesting yeah uh, um if people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? Oh, uh, let's see. I'm on uh, this podcast Discord now. Uh, I'm also on the uh, main Crisis Protocol Discord. Uh, that's that's basically it. I don't really have any other big big profile uh, social medias. I don't really have any to be honest. This is just that's just the Discord. Fair enough. That that is real. And if you want to gain access to that Patreon Discord. Uh, you can support me at uh, patreon.com slash Alexa White, where not only do you get uh, uh, the uh, access to the Discord, you also get a bunch of bonus episodes of me and people talking about TV and movies, and there may be a comic book episode coming up, which will be super, super fun. Um, 
And then if you want to see me playing other stuff, you can see me at twitch.tv slash Games most Saturday or Sunday mornings uh, playing Arkham Horror the Card Game custom content. And then uh, every other Monday at twitch.tv slash itshikermike, I am working my way through Betrayal Legacy with some of my friends. So yeah. Thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. And... Keep experimenting, people.